From Tulsa Tech, helping you make your own path with insights and information about the world of career training. The Tech Times Podcast starts right now. Welcome, welcome everyone to this episode of the Tech Times Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Williams. This year, we get to shine a bright light on some remarkable people and places that make our organization truly special. Today, we're setting our sights on a place that's been an integral part of the educational landscape here in the Tulsa region for decades, the Lemley Campus. Originally opened in 1965 as the Tulsa Public Schools Vocational Technical Center, the recently renamed Lemley Memorial Campus has been a beacon of knowledge and opportunity for generations. Throughout the years, it has evolved, adapted, and transformed, and to guide us through this exciting journey of the history of our flagship campus, I'm pleased and delighted to welcome none other than the director of the Lemley campus, Sam Ramsey. Thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on here. Before we dive into all things Lemley campus, Mm -hmm. we'd love to get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us a little bit about your career journey and have you always worked in education? I actually got my bachelor's degree in art education. And uh, from that, I went straight to the classroom. I started my career at Union High School teaching art and photography and sculpture and was there at Union for about nine years, uh, teaching a wide range of uh, classes from, like I said, photography, art, sculpture, ceramics, Cisco Computer Networking, Graphic Design and Advertising, and Web Page Design. (laughs) So I know that's a mouthful. That is a lot, a big span of uh, opportunities for kids to learn about all kinds of artistic and graphics. Yeah, it's a lot of classes in a nine-year period, but I love to teach. I love to teach new subjects. I was always learning new um, computers, graphics, things like that. And uh, whenever an opportunity came up to teach it, I was on board. How did you end up here at Tulsa Tech then? So my last five years teaching at the uh, at Union, I was teaching graphic design and advertising, and I was considered a career tech teacher at the high school. Um, but before that, uh, I when I taught Cisco Computer Networking for a couple of years, I, that was the first time I met Mark Griffin. So he was teaching at Riverside at the time. And he was the regional um, manager or something for the Cisco computer networking. So he would come by my classroom, uh, I think that was 2003-ish, 2002-2003. And he would come by my classroom. That's where I first got to meet him. He was making sure that I was teaching the curriculum properly, things like that. And then that's when I kind of got introduced to CareerTech. Uh, and I knew a little bit about it uh, before then. Um, obviously, at high school, I knew there was a career tech visited there when we did our tours, like they do tours now, but um, didn't know much about it from there. So that's kind of how I got into career tech. And so I taught, so I became a career tech teacher for the state. I did that for the last five years I was teaching um, and then became an assistant principal, decided that my last year there as assistant principal decided that was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Uh, so a friend of mine, uh, Nancy Young, who was teaching, or sorry, was a career advisor uh, for Union from here, uh, talked me into uh, applying for a career advisor position, and um, I went ahead and did it, and looking back, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Um, as I tell a lot of people, it was 
there's very few jobs that I can tell you exactly the date that I started, but I can tell you this date, October 4th, 2007. So, wow. <laughs> so and from did then, then on, you were a career advisor learning all things Tulsa Tech. Yeah, got to know all the different programs and I uh, got to know all the campuses, been to all, or got the opportunity to see all the campuses and get to know the, the campus directors, the um, counselors, everybody that, uh, on the campuses, and then became assistant director for the Health Sciences Center in 2010, and then transitioned to director of Health Sciences Center in 2013, okay. and then was there for up until 2019, and then got the opportunity to move to Lemley Campus uh, to help with the transition when Shay Farrell retired, and also start the process for the rebuilding of Lemley Campus, which was a great opportunity that I, I couldn't pass out. Yeah. So how do you how do you feel about your career journey from teaching in the classroom and not really knowing much about career tech to now being a champion and director for uh, career opportunities for thousands of kids down the road? Uh, I'm like I said, I'm ecstatic. I think this is one of my dream jobs. Um, I loved K twelve. Loved working with the students at K twelve. Um, but my philosophy is that um, as a high school student, they, by the time they finish high school, they should either already start their college career, if it's a career that requires a college degree, and uh, they should already possibly have a certification, whether it be from us or somewhere else. It's the challenge with all teenage teenagers, right, where they're whether they're focused or ready to take on the next challenge or look into their future even. Um, talk a little bit about that relationship with dealing with high school-aged kids in terms of career opportunities. Hey, you need to look into your future. Nah, I'm just trying to get out of my high school sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and then that's what that two or three years that I was as a career advisor, I loved it. The traveling not so much, but it was fun um, as far as being a career advisor and being able to talk with about those uh, career choices and um, choices after high school or during high school or even after high school. Um, that was part, to me, that was a, a very um, a meaningful period of my career that I loved, uh, seeing those students, um, giving them the opportunities and whether it be Tulsa Tech or whether it be college or whatever that they wanted to do is helping them narrow that down. You know, some, you know, some students still don't know what they want to do after high school, but that's okay if they've tried other things, giving them opportunities to try uh, different areas. And um, hopefully that will help them narrow them down after they graduate. And even if it takes a year or two, um, which is why I love the Accelerating Independent Scholarship, because a lot of students don't know what they want to do it's right after high school. It's just encouraging to be able to see the exactly. effort being made. At least you're trying new things. You're yes. exploring your options. And maybe one day you'll find that career path for yes. you. Do you have any hobbies outside of work besides email and meetings <laughs> and things? Uh, well, my, my daughters take up a lot of time. Um, I've got one who's, uh, one who's 16, still in high school. He's, she's a junior. And one who's 20, uh, she's a junior in high school, or sorry, a junior in college at RSU. Uh, she's, she took the nursing route, which was great. Um, cool, we have a lot of need for that. Exactly. I told her, you know, wherever you go, you're going to find a job. 
which was great. And so they take up a lot of my time, especially my youngest one. She, um, she plays volleyball. So that's one of my hobbies is watching her play volleyball. Nice. <laughs> uh, she, in fact, we spent uh, all day Saturday at Sepulpa watching her in a tournament. My main hobby that I like to do is art. Um, I don't do it as much as I would like to do because I'm just busy with everything else. Um, but I try to do at least, I set a goal for myself to try to do one piece at least every six months or so just to keep me, my skills up and, um, and it's an outlet. Are you diving into all of the different things that you taught in the past? I mean, you talk about on canvas or on in sculpture or things like that. Are you diving into those as you, um, just with your free time? Yeah, I try to, right now I've been doing, I've been going back to, um, watercolor um because I, I used to do a lot and i, I kind of my emphasis in college was uh, ceramics which i taught that's what i taught at the high school so i did a lot of that but i don't you need a lot of space for that <laughs> and and uh dr williams uh, teases me about he calls me a, a renaissance man because i like to do art and um i'm also re I'm also redoing my uh, 91 Chevy pickup. I'm doing the welding on it and the body work and things like that. I also like to do that as well. Very nice. So that takes some time too. At least you're a well-rounded soul. Yeah, I try to be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dive into some of the things that are available on Lemley campus. What are some of the programs that are available to all types of students? So at the Lemley campus, we have um, in the H building, we have uh, electricity, for adults only, uh, we have three HVAC instructors. Um, two of them are adults only, and then one of them is um, for high school and adults. Then we have welding. We have welding combination and welding fab. Uh, the welding fab is that 600-hour program all day where they get in and out, get trained to get in and out in five and a half months, which was great. Um, then we have carpentry, which is high school and adults and masonry, high school and adults, and intro to construction, which is a semester-long program uh, that is for students, uh, high school students that doesn't, they don't know exactly what area they want. They know they want construction something, uh, but they don't know what area. So what um, Mr. Keela does is he samples um, every two weeks, samples the different programs and then those students have an opportunity for the next year to, um, uh, to pre-enroll into one of those courses. And then at our, um, in Buildings F and G, we have, um, we have pre-engineering. We have five teachers in pre-engineering. And then we have two teachers for the biomedical sciences. It sounds like we have such a wide variety of classes available here at the Limley campus. Mm -hmm. um, you know, anything from the great foundational courses for kids to explore, um, if they don't know anything about anything, but they mm -hmm. just want to come explore, they can do that. Or we have th those specialized programs, like you mentioned earlier, the uh, pre-engineering and even biomedical sciences. Talk a lot, of, but a little bit about how those programs are just a bit different than your normal career tech program. Uh, so with the pre-engineering and the biomedical sciences, those are more geared towards. Um, career exploration in those areas. Uh, so the pre-engineering, obviously with the name engineering, it's there, you get to explore a lot of different engineering areas from, um, for those two years, civil engineering, um, 
mechanical, mechanical aerospace, electrical. electrical. All of the, there's yeah. so much variation in engineering principles um, depending on which aspect you want to specialize in, right? Yep, yep. And then, so students get a chance, depending on if they come in, um, they come in fresh with us as far as first year or the junior, or if they've had foundations of pre-engineering at ninth and 10th with our high school ascension programs, um, if they have had those, um, then they get another year to actually um, take more of those different specialized areas to kind of figure out what, what area they might want to get into when they do go to college. So it's more of a college prep class. Um, and to me, I, I view it as, uh, no, they don't go get a job right after high school as an engineer because they can't, they have to have the degree. So it's more of a delayed, um, to me, a delayed um, uh, certification or a degree job. Um, after four or five years, they get a degree in engineering. And to me, that's a, uh, that's a win for us and a win for our local area and the students. It's a win-win for students because not only do they get the expertise and the exploration through our programs for engineering or biomedical yes. sciences, but they also can earn some college credit, yes? Yes, they can. Um, so with the biomedical sciences as well, um, they do a lot of exploration in different fields of, of um the health areas. Um, so, um, if uh, students who might want to be a doctor or veterinarian or lab technician, just again, a broad field. Um, and those students that go through pre-engineering or biomedical, um, they have the opportunity to take their transcript and, um, take it to a college and possibly get, um, college credit for those classes, depending on the college and what they accept. Cause all of our, uh, pre-engineering and the biomedical sciences, our curriculum is through a national organization called Project Lead the Way. So it's a curriculum that is the same no matter where you go across the country. So a lot of uh, colleges will recognize uh, some of those courses and get your know, students will get credit for foundational type courses in engineering at that's some so, of the colleges. That's yeah. so great. What a leg up yes. uh, at a high school being able to do that. Yep. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about plans on redesigning the original campus. Want a head start into the medical field? Pulsa Tech can help with careers including medical assisting with phlebotomy, nurse aid, practical nursing, and more. Call Tulsa Tech at 918-828-5000 or visit us today at tulsatech.edu. Welcome back. In our first episode of this season, we spoke with our superintendent CEO, Dr. Steve Tiger, about plans to complete the Lemley campus redesign. Sam, what are you looking forward to most about the, the uh, project? Uh, just working with the instructors and um, office support staff, everybody at Lemley, and working with them and with the design team, um, the firm, to make that dream come alive. Um, I got to experience a little bit before COVID hit during back in 2019-20. We got to work with some of the instructors to um, get some of their ideas on what the uh, their um, their area would look like. Um, got some input from them, and so we started the process. And but obviously after three years, we've got some new instructors that, that have come aboard, and so it'll be interesting again to get their take on uh, some of those areas now that, uh, again, a few years have passed. Um, but just working with them, just to see uh, an empty field 
um, go from an empty field to a building. It just, it always just has fascinated me. And that's yeah. why I, I love being over there during this time. Well, we all want to make sure we get our hopes and dreams and needs <laughs> put in for the project, but it's going to be so transformational to see uh, this new building be able to, mm. in a few years, whenever that is, sure. uh, be put up and be able to have that house that many more students for their career training uh, opportunities. Yeah, and that's the exciting part for me is being able to have that opportunity to um, help more students uh, during that time. Don't uh, quote me on it, but building. I think I heard, remember Dr. Tiger mentioning something somewhere in the realms of 800 to 1,000 more students yeah, and we on campus. Yeah, and we currently have around 450 yeah. So you're talking what 1,200, 1,300 students on a campus, and that just that's one of the that's the most exciting part is being able to uh, take those students that normally we couldn't get into a program that are on those wait lists and get them in and, and we get talk them about trained them as numbers here. But those yeah. are lives we are changing exactly. each and every year, so it's so cool. Exactly. Okay. Well, we want to wrap up our chat today with a fun fact. Do you have a fun fact about the Lemley Memorial Campus that you can share? Yes, actually, um, there was um, in the, uh, by Building A, uh, there was a tree that was planted by Dr. Uh, Joe Lemley. And so when that was torn down, um, we had, we got some of the branches that off of that tree. And I thought it would be uh, great to bring that legacy into the new building and have some of our students uh, participate in that. So we got some of the branches off the tree and I worked with the, um, I worked with our carpentry teacher and some of the students to design a, a table um, utilizing some of those branches um, of that tree. Oh, like a so, co- coffee table type Like thing? a coffee table, oh, yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so so they, that would... they were cutting branches off and using some epoxy <laughs> and all kinds of things? Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. So it'll be something that uh, hopefully we'll be able to take over to the new building and again, um, show the legacy, um, uh, carry some of that legacy over to the new building. Is that project complete or are we still in the works process? It, it is complete. I think they still have a few finish, finishing touches on it, um, but I believe it's complete. Not ready to be unveiled quite Not yet. yet okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Well, that's pretty awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that with us and, and visiting with us today. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to get to feature a program from your campus we're going to see a little bit more about HVAC. Yes. That's going to be exciting. Yes, especially with the heat now. Everybody (laughs) loves HVAC. (laughs) That's right. Thanks so much for being here, Sam. All right, thank you for having me, Ryan. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Tech Times Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And be sure to like us on social media.